Cool. All right. Um, so uh, yeah, as you can see in the chat log, the last roll was made 64, three days ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, welcome back after the summer. It was, I saw it was July. Yeah. That made, yeah. Wow. That you yeah. put it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess since now we're recording, everybody's doing all right. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah nice. Pretty good. Pretty good. Anybody uh, drinking anything? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm drinking. What do you guys have going on? I have Southern Tears Warlock Imperial Pumpkin Stout. It's pretty wow. good. Now, when you say Southern Tier, do you mean yeah. Southern Tier of New York? That's what I was thinking too. Um, it's either. Let me see. Yeah, this is New York Southern Tier. Oh, oh wow. wow! Does it say where uh, the Whitney Point? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Blakewood, New York. Which Blakewood? Blakewood. Blakewood. Okay. Um. Cool. And uh, Doug, what about you? Uh, I'm drinking uh, Jameson Black Barrel. Oh, interesting. How is it? Oh, I lo- I've always liked it. Yeah. Is that like a step above kind of Jameson? Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They age it in um, bourbon barrels. Oh, yeah. nice. So, it, it, yeah, Jameson, I don't like. Uh, you okay. Know, uh, it's just it's there's nothing to it. I mean, it's fine. Like if you go on the Jameson tour and you get the complimentary drink of Jameson at the end, they try and give you a mixer, which tells you. they're purposely making this whiskey as a mixer which is fine it's but i drink whiskey straight uh but they make a lot of other things now that are really good so the black barrel i highly recommend it's it's relatively inexpensive uh and it's it's tasty nice i find jameson not great but easy to drink it is that's exactly what it is yeah and it it just disappears into ginger ale or whatever you mix it with right so right you know it's it's (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's it's a great mixer and uh i guess you can drink it straight i mean people drink vodka straight so you know i mean if you just don't want to fuck around with any flavor at all sure i'm on like there's no such thing as like good tasting vodka that's my true it's just it's just alcohol and water it's just alcohol water try try blavod sometimes it's black vodka oh interesting okay. Yeah. It's I, I'll take it. I'll always take a swing at it. But man, I've tried, and I was just like, man, I just don't like. It might be I just don't like vodka. I don't know. Also, yeah. say on the I had a, another beer earlier. It's also Southern Tier. They did a nitro, like cold brew coffee, pump, like just imperial pumpkin wow. ale. A lot, lot going on there. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah. it is. That thing is super. Like it tastes like you know, like the. It just it's like a really good coffee, like a nitro coffee, but eight point two percent. It's delicious. Wow. But I like I I cracked one. I was just like, I'm glad I only put one of those in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then um Jesse Pete, anything going on or No, not for me. No. Not particularly. All right. Not, not drink wise, sorry. Oh no, no, I'm just drinking iced tea, so who am I to say anything? Um all right. So you know, again, it's been a bit of a hiatus, but this is the third session of M Space, which is uh, Mithras. It's the uh, Mithras rule set in in space. In space, yeah. So, uh, since it's been a little while, does anybody want to give like a just a quick recap of who their character is, just to get everybody back up to speed? Sure. All right. I Go am. Ahead. Let me see. I'm going to massacre my own character's name because it's. <laughs> Hung Hee Minjun. 
I am a diplomat for the, I forgot the name of the bigger political group, but um, China Arm, for China Arm, mm -hmm. subsection of like the human nations. And I'm a part of like the Korean group of, in that. And the big thing I'd say about my character is under her passions is love of politics and my highest skill are is bureaucracy so <laughs> nice says it all yeah that's what's it in a nutshell for you <laughs> <laughs> all right who would like to go next i go fine uh surya patel i am a medic uh by trade uh from the home my homeland of india and uh, I came up to the space station, I think, to uh, be the medical, the medical personnel up up here for them. Nice. And uh, who'd like to go next? I'll go next. Uh, I'm David Calder, a uh, somewhat disgraced academic uh, who's trying to um, to get his name back in the in the good graces of the academic community with, with something he does uh, out here in space. Nice. And Duck? All right. Uh, my character, I am D-Mac. Uh, we have, uh, unfortunately, uh, backdoor is <laughs> Dr. Mac. I'm David McKenzie. I am a uh, belter um, who joined up with this corporation. Uh, I've had, I had some bad experiences with pirates, I think, when I was younger. Uh, so I'm a, I've got a little uh, maybe PTSD, uh, but I generally consider myself to be pretty good at the space stuff. Um, and I, I'm not a big talker. Uh, I'm more of a doer, uh, leg shooter offer kind of guy. Nice. And not here tonight, as you mentioned, is Backdoor, who's playing Dr. Mac Elbert, who is sort of a low level i think he went with a, like a low level cult leader um and it's definitely into racket ball i, I, I mean you would argue he's high level he's at the top right, there, right. There, there's absolutely no one under him or maybe like two people under him but he's at the top right and uh, he's, he's often about... what's that he's here to tell you, tell you about shark who was that the shark name? Who, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that was a sh i thought it was shark Clue. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clue. yeah yeah he was close though shark who i was going to give it to him yeah, I couldn't so, remember. I have to so, let him know that I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sadly he's not here tonight. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's the last character. And you guys are all part of the. the you are at Farsight Station, which is out uh, orbiting Triton around the planet Neptune, and uh, you've been brought here either as new recruits for the company Elevation, which is a company that's dedicated its purpose to the search for extraterrestrial life, hoping that. There is something out there beyond just humanity. Uh, its founder, Marcus Edvind, um, in those pursuits, he made a big spectacle, a publicity sort of stunt as making a jump to beyond our solar system as the first person to do it. And uh, nobody's quite sure what happened. It seemed like his ship may have vaporized, but that's not 100% certain. And um, his daughter took over running the... Uh, the, the company and his son uh, is in charge of Farsight stations looking to the day to day. Um, now, 
does anybody want to do a recap? I can if it's been too long, but if not, I'm happy to let somebody else give it a shot for the last session. I leave it uh, in your game master yeah, hands. Okay. I, I, well, yeah, I, I could, I could do it. Yeah, go go nuts. Yeah. Se- session two was a lot of exploring that noise, hunkering mm-hmm. down in the mess hall, finally getting off into a closed off section, finally <laughs> finding a newly activated loading droid on haywire, and we blew its leg off. Jesse's character was standing on its remaining leg to torment it a bit like they used to at Caltech. And then Jake, uh, the ship's engineer, yelled at, at us for shooting the place up. We then walked around a bit. We found Dr. Gladys' personal stores that seemed to have two weapon crates in it. We found an unused lab that Elevation just can't seem to rent out. We went back for a, a nightcap. Jesse's character stole some narcotics. Everyone found a place to sleep. And then around 4 a.m., and warnings woke us up, and we were able to see Dr. Algernon uh, being ejected from an airlock going, going outside our windows in space. Uh, sans uh, uh, spacesuit. Sans spacesuit, correct. Correct. Wow, this is kind of a... And then apparently, it, apparently there was a server was up, and I, an IP address is pinned. Wasn't sure what that exactly meant. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying... Poetic, just purely poetic. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, all right, so let me see. Let me activate this. Um, did it just switch to... How do I right. get you? Yeah, it's going. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I'm going to bring up uh, level one of Farpoint. Uh, I don't think it's called Farpoint. I think it's called Farsight uh, Station. Um, as the almost immaculately worded recap um (laughs) thank you pete um as you mentioned like the last thing that happened at the end of the session was at around 4 a.m local time uh warning sounds started to blare and uh yeah uh dr algernon who is the assistant to dr galdis who is like the sort of lead researcher on farsight station uh he was ejected from the airlock. Um, you guys could see it through your windows. Now, I think, yeah, even Dr. Calder, even though you passed out in the galley, there are windows, so you could see uh, Dr. Algernon start to float away. And uh, so with that, we will pick up with, um, are you guys still not on? Oh, it's loading. Nice. All right, I'm good. Cool, all right. Uh, so yeah, so the airlock, that poor Dr. Algernon was ejected from is right. Do you see that? The ping yep. just yeah. sort of southeast. Okay, yep. so it's it's really close. Uh, and uh, what would you guys like to do? So we, but we should all come out, right? We came out. Like, wasn't that the narrative? Like, we heard a noise and we came outside and we saw him go out. Or did I just see him? Like, am I still in my quarters because I saw him like through the window? Yeah, you guys are sort of still in your quarters. He just went out. Um, so the warnings wasn't. The warning started before uh, he was ejected. It was sort of like, hey, the airlock's about to open and somebody's in there, warning, warning, and then it happened. Um, so, yeah, so what would you guys like to do? Get my emergency pressure suit on. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Dr. Calder's going to suit up. What about the rest of you guys? I'm suiting uh, up as well. There are su- suits near the airlock if you still need them. Or maybe you left yours in the quarters after you took them off. Or could we have, maybe we brought them into our room if we're really worried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, 
Would it be okay to say that I never took mine off? <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, she's just like gonna sleep with this right now, based on everything that's occurred so far today. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Given how things are going, <laughs> cool. I think G Max's not gonna put his on. He's just gonna come. He's gonna he's gonna run out into the hallway here. I don't okay. think I can open this door. Yeah. Uh, let me. And I would run out to the okay. hallway with any medical bag that I have, you know, not knowing if we're gonna have him come back at all, but still feeling like there's some sort of medical emergency. I would, emer- I would be bringing my weapon, though. Just he, He's dead, Jim. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So, yeah, so, uh, DMAC, as you move into the hall, you see Dr. Galdis, you know, who Dr. Algernon uh, is her assistant. She just is tearing down the hall, screaming, sort of like hysterical, somebody, oh, my God, somebody help him. Oh, my God, please. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, she's she's just losing it. And uh, in sort of I'll follow her. Okay, Uh, she, you know, is like, you know, clawing at the airlock, screaming, you know, please, somebody. Oh, my God, please, please. And then like, no, and like breaking down in tears. Um, So if I look out, is there a window here that I can look out? Let's say you could look out through the airlock windows. All right. Can I see him? She's definitely guilty. Um, Yeah. So you see him. I don't know if. Does the airlocks work as windows? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have a very small window in them, I guess. Just yeah, so see. I tried to open the door to see if that created some line of sight out the... Uh, yeah, I can see him now. Okay, so yeah, so you can see him. You know, he's not that far, um, but he is floating, and he is sort of flailing a little bit and starting to starting to slow down just a little bit. And, and it's interesting, I, I chose not to put my uh, suit on. There are suits next to the airlock, but yeah, your suit is back in your quarters. All right, I'll start suiting up. Okay, uh, let me see. Let's. Uh, Where's let's a... uh, what's Caleb's character's name? Doctor Davis uh, Calder. Calder. No, no. The uh, uh, go with uh, Young He. Young He. Oh, sorry. Um, where's Young He? Is she still in our quarter? Or I don't know. She's just not here. Um, okay. I probably just yeah, like. With... I'm I'm walking down the hallway, like looking at him floating through the air, and okay. I guess I guess I'll I'll look at Mac and be like, he's very dead. <laughs> you're looking at uh, not Mac. Um, you mean D Mac? You're looking at me and thinking that's yeah, like dead. I was like because I was you're suiting up, right? Uh, he's probably. I mean, how long has he been out there, Art? Uh, maybe kind of not too long. Not even a minute yet. Oh, he's not dead yet. Yeah. I mean, you can make me make a roll for that, but he's not dead yet. Yeah. We'll just assume that Dr. Mack is sleeping through it. Yeah. I think uh, that's a fair assumption. <laughs> he did have drinks. He's just out. <laughs> yeah. Are there tethers in this airline? There are, yes. Yeah. All right. I mean, I'm probably the best one to do this. I'm, I'll suit up and I'll go and I'll go. I'll go after him. Okay. So if you can, give me an athletics roll modified by your zero G. So it's going to be... All right. Six plus your 40. Uh, so uh, remind me again. So click on, let me see, click on the word athletics. Right. It's going to bring up the scale. Add the six to the miscellaneous. Okay. Uh, and while it's still open, you should be able to click on the percentage, 46. Uh, uh, back on your main character sheet. Oh, back on my main character sheet. 
they haven't cleaned this up quite yet. Nice. Look at that. Nice. And then make sure you take the zero out the miss. Yeah. Yep. And then you're all set. So yeah. So what I wanted to check there is you are able to like really slam on that suit. Um, it's not like you drop your helmet twice and like the right. arm part fall. You you really get in quick and efficiently, and you're out the door tethered. So that he's actually maybe only like sixty meters. It's not he's not like blowing away at like rapid. How speed. long is the tether? What's the standard tether length? Standard tether is two hundred meters. Okay. So you should be able to. I checked that that the tether was attached before I left. By the way. <laughs> Smart. All right. <laughs> So he's uh, so DMAC is heading out into space, and what are the rest of you guys doing? Um, I'll I'll go to spot DMAC, but I also want to use um, perception to see how authentic the other doctor's being with her panic. If that makes okay, sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a uh, perception roll. Let me see. Is there anything we can modify it with? Let me take. Let's take a look at your character. If you think there's a skill you can modify. Bureaucracy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Well, so let's do this. Um, it's a perception check. Like my, I guess my argument would be I'm very familiar with seeing people like saying they care about something when they totally don't. <laughs> right. That's what I was wondering. Would it be bureaucracy? Or would it be politics? Either one's the same, so it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I've got both the same value for both. Yeah. So let's do. Uh, yeah, let's modify it with politics. Why not? So it's uh, yeah, click on work? click on click the word per perception. Okay. In the miscellaneous, add fifteen because it's twenty percent rounded up of your politics. Gotcha. And, and then, then you should be able to click on the percentage, the number, back on your character sheet for per perception. Okay. Let's close that. Do the. Boom. Okay, nice. Uh, and then you just have to make sure you zero out the miscellaneous on the perception skill. Uh, so yeah, uh, she definitely, this does not seem like a performance. She seems like she it's, is truly losing it. Like almost like, um, you know what? This part's a little striking you is a little weird. It's almost like, oh my God, will somebody please help my baby? It's almost like a mother freaking know. out about a child. Um, Unfortunately, I'm very familiar with. <laughs> right so that is sort of the the vibe you're getting which sort of surprises you a little bit a little odd uh, yeah and so uh let's see davis or surya what are you guys doing it looks like surya you're near the airlock you said with your medical bag ready to go right so i you know so then i'm thinking uh you know i'm gonna be useless outside obviously and so is there the the droid around uh no i don't there, see him no no it's not All around right. at the moment and you could try would... finding a panel or something to summon him yeah well so i would want to know if i yeah let's do that let me look and see if there's a panel because i'm going to want to try to figure out you know what what medical facilities that, are, that i have available because i'm you know hoping and i believe that mac will pull him in We'll be able to revive. Okay, cool. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. So yeah, you find a panel that sort of has like a comm sort of link for the station. And um, yeah, you find a way to summon uh, XO-14. And, you know, you start to see him coming down the hall. Um, 
And so as he's doing that, uh, Davis, are you doing anything in particular? You were passed out in the galley, but did you wake up from this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I woke up to the klaxon, threw my okay. um, threw my pressure suit on, just because. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. That that's what I do when I hear the the klaxon, and um, I'm gonna see if I can pull up um some like a status information on the from uh, from the mainframe of on the station okay sort of like uh something specific or just just like is this it was that the only system that was that was compromised and like why didn't why didn't it stop it from you know from from happening from happening okay got it all right um yeah, so as you let me let's see, let's do a uh a check. You've got pretty high computer skills, right? Yes. Ooh, uh 50, but let's see if we can Or would you want to like do sensors modified by computers or some Uh no, this is this is um this might be computers modified by by sensors. <laughs> okay, so let's do that. So again, yeah, uh 50 we're going to be adding 13, so it's Again, clicking on the word computers, adding 13 to the miscellaneous spot. Then computers. clicking on the percentage number on your main character sheet. Why are things weird? Um, right. I mean, you definitely passed. Um, yes. Yeah. It, it seems like the there's parts of the main computer core that don't seem to be functioning anymore. Um. Do I have any idea whether these are newly non-functional or whether they're... Um, you haven't noticed anything peculiar happening since you've been on board. Like, as you were opening doors earlier and using the computers to do that, Yeah. Uh, you didn't notice anything then, but you're sort of starting to notice something now. Um, like, weird error codes, like, the screen sort of gives you the kind of thing when, like, your graphics card is overheating a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so, things are going on. <laughs> now, as that's all happening, you've, you know, if you're near the airlock, you know, basically everybody's started to make their way. Uh, everyone's been woken up and everyone's making their way to the airlock. Wondering what's going on, trying to calm Dr. Galdis down. Uh, and let me see. So let's see. So DMAC, you're heading out. Yep. Um, so what we're going to do is let me take a look at your character. Uh, I want you to do another athletics modified by zero G. Okay. That's six. What's the modified uh, by you divided by something or. Oh, modified just means you take uh 20% of your score rounded up. Uh, so okay. whenever you modify it by the by is 20%. Okay. All right. So, um, oops. Hold on. That doesn't count because I didn't mean to click that. Right. <laughs> so I put the <laughs> six on the miss. Mm -hmm. There you go. Oof. Oh, Ooh. is that critical? Uh, a 95 no. might not be a critical. I think it has to be a 96. Oh, no, no. Okay. Sorry. In this system, it's 99 or 100. That's it. Okay. Um, so, okay. So you're not catching up. Um, you might need to push it a little bit more. All right. Well, okay. Should I uh, 
point like what am i pushing off of because I, I i get one push uh well <laughs> your your suit might have little like oh little corrector like a, okay yeah attitude adjust, uh yeah attitude what, what is it what like uh can i perceive is he just kind of like flailing around does he look like is he, he he's slowing down yes he was flailing as soon as he went out but now he's starting to move a little slower uh yeah yeah. All right, and above the table, pushing it, do I open myself up for more risk if I do this? No, it's not like literally pushing it. It just means um, it, it's more I'm keeping track of successes and failures to sort of create what's going to happen overall. Okay. Um, it's not like Forbidden Lands where pushing it has specific consequences. Drawbacks. Yeah. Right, no, let's right. do it. I'll push okay. it. Okay. So give me one more roll. Okay. There we go. Nice. Okay. So we're going to have you catch up to him. And what's going to happen is the grabbing him is a little rough. Uh Um, You're sort of slamming into him a little faster than you would want to. Uh, You might, because he's starting to freeze, you might have broken some bones, um, hitting him pretty hard. But you have managed to grab him. Okay. And uh, you've sort of entangled yourself around him. Now, I'll come over to um, Young Lee, Young He. Uh, All right. I'm assuming she's kind of got the tether and she can start pulling yeah. it back. Like the, uh, whatever, I know how to punch the system into where it's like starts reeling it back. Yeah, it's probably, a, like a I, it's probably a winch. Yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, so you start to come back in, uh, with Dr. Algernon and maybe after another like 45 seconds to a minute, uh, I imagine. So actually let me ask you, uh, are you bringing them in a little hot because he's been out there now for a couple of minutes or are you sort of nice and slow caution above all else? Uh, uh, DMAC would say me... faster if you're going to, if you're going to have it slow, he's like ramp it up. So he's giving you encouragement to go faster if you need it. Cause okay. I, I can see yeah. the condition Aldernam's in and it doesn't look good. It's bad. Yeah. You're starting to see like, his eyes, was it? They start to boil. Blood's boiling out of him. Stuff like that. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. when he, I like push Your it out to get. Okay. Um, I might be making that up. I don't know if that's actually what happens when you depressurize, but I thought it, it, I, my head cannon will forever be the total policy. You bleed out of your eyes. I don't think yeah. it. It's not literally boiling. Well, I guess it is literally boiling, but yeah. shit comes out. Right. There's a lot of snot and stuff that comes out too. Like anything that can come out is going to come out. Don't your nose rupture? Uh, Eventually, sure. Yeah. That's. I think that takes a while. Okay. I mean, I've seen the movie Total Recall. I know what happens. Yeah. Is old and I'm chill, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, so yeah, so DMAC, give me one more athletics modified by zero G. Well, you're really going to this one. There. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So even though you're coming in pretty hard, you manage to sort of St- brace, stick the landing. Yeah. Exactly. Brace for the for the impact and you sort of roll out of it and you keep 
you know, Dr. Uh, more more of his limbs from being broken. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah, you get him in the airlock. Um, and let's assume, uh, it's cycled closed as fast as possible. The inner door opens and, uh, what happens then? Uh, I, I, I'm going to drag him out. Okay. And, so you try- and, and look up at the dock and say, it's your uh, job now. Right, and so I'm thinking that while that was all happening, uh, the droid came down, I would have been like, you know, where's the medical facilities, and do you have, you know, X, Y, or Z that I, that, you know, Dr. Patella would know she would need to help revive someone who's been pressurized, you know, if there is such a thing, um, right. so that I could have a general idea when I get there that I am going to try to grab him and then sort of start, you know, hauling him off to wherever XO14 said this medical area was right so yeah um so if you can see the map xo14 says yes the sick bay is located here hey, I was like, earlier i was gonna say like he's like you go get the robot and he's like this is the laboratory like tour, starts as a tour over again it's like this dude's like suffocating <laughs> outside tour. <laughs> exactly yeah. um yeah so as you're doing that all of a sudden though dr galdis runs over and sort of pushes you out of the way and says, get out of my way, get him to my lab. Okay. That's not a good sign. And uh, yeah. So do you insist as the medic that you need to take him to the sick bay or are you going to listen to her? Uh, I'll listen to her because I'll figure that, well, she's, you know, in, you know, she's been here the longest she knows what she's doing and, you know, and I'll follow. Okay. So, you know, you sort of do the thing like where people grab, legs people grab arms and you start her lab is basically uh why is it not pinging there we go just right, right there. there so um so yeah so you guys start dragging him to her lab incidentally where was the sick bay sick bay is whoops down can you see that pings to the south yeah okay, okay. yeah all right so so i would actually think that this would be a better idea it's, it's closer so you know, just trusting whatever she's got going on is is uh, going to be better for him going all the way down. Okay. So, yeah. So Dr. Algernon is now, you know, while you're dragging him in, she like just clears off one of her, uh, her lab uh, uh, tables, you know, knocks over some scientific instruments, just knocks them onto the floor and, uh, you know, taps it, get him up here, get him up here. And um, once you do that, she sort of takes a moment and uh, she says, I need all of you to leave. So what do you guys why, do? Why I can help. She's like, look, there's no, there's no time for this. I need you to get out of here right now. Please close the door. Let me work. And D-Max standing there with his rifle and he's like, sorry, not going to happen. All right. So you're in the uh, lab. Yeah, I would have. I would have followed him. I guess. Okay. Uh, how about uh, Jesse? How about you? Uh, Doctor Calder is uh, just kind of still poking around the the mainframe, like seeing seeing how extensive the damage is, and and uh, he's he's already forgotten about the guy in the airlock. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So yeah. So while you're doing that, the rest of the people, you know. Dr. Galdis tried to get you to get out of the 
room, but she also realizes that time is is critical. So she's like, oh, fuck it, fine. And uh, she, you know, digs into a drawer. She pulls out a scalpel. Um, Dr. Galdus said this or Dr. or Dr. Algernon? Dr. Galdus. Dr. Algernon. Algernon's not talking too much, I don't think. No, he's... Oh, Dr. He, Algernon's the guy who was outside. Right. Correct, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's in really bad shape. Um, but oh, yeah, so, so wait, but this is also the woman who was just screaming like, oh my God, oh my God. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All as right. soon as Dr. Algernon was in and she realized he was still alive, she screamed, get him to my lab. Oh, all right. Um, and she, again, she wanted to get you guys out of the lab, but you guys, you know, wouldn't do it. So she's like, you know, fuck it. And she starts, you know, cutting in that classic, you know, autopsy Y shape on the chest. And, uh, she's not even trying to be all that careful. Um, and then you see, you know, cause she's pulled back, you know, his clothes, you see a number of, uh, I'm going to blank on the word. You know how, like when you have a lot of, you know, when you have say like chemotherapy, they, they have like that permanent needle that you, you yeah. can constantly, yeah. uh, I don't know what they're called. It's, it's an IV, but it's like a permanent sort of feed that's ready to go. Oh, like and, there's like um, a tube inside of him that she can just like click it into. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. So you see there's like four or five of those sort of around his sides and his chest. And, you know, she starts cutting, cutting, cutting. She's not trying to be careful. She's not trying to, you know, meticulously do it. She just slices right open. And then she just sort of rips open the skin. And Are androids canon? Uh, well, so as she rips it open, you're realizing there's not necessarily like a rib cage you'd expect to find. There seems to be some kind of sort of biological. Yeah. There's like a, what's that? Pick line is what you're looking for. Yes. Pick line. Yes. You see three or four or five of those, you know, all over the skin and inside there's sort of like a, like this placental sack inside the chest cavity um you know it's sort of milky not really translucent mostly opaque but you see something is inside there moving moving up (laughs) nice dr calder is so happy he's not there right now um (laughs) dmax gonna like cinch his helmet back on again (laughs) (laughs) and dr dr patel sort of looks over her shoulder at uh at mac kind of has this like look of like oh fuck yeah, and the rifle's going to come from, like, parade rest to a little bit more ready. <laughs> nice. So now, who is going to do the classic alien? Somebody needs to put their face right over the egg. <laughs> Not um, me. Right. So, you know, again, Dr. Galdis, you know, she's, you know, still working furiously, and she starts to cut open that sack. And then, you know, this time she's being a little bit more careful, a little more, you know, gingerly with her, her scalpel work. And uh, after a moment or two, she sort of gets enough open that she's able to pull it apart. And inside you see what looks like a rhesus monkey. And Mm -hmm. it's got this, this sort of, you know, electrode kind of cap around like a, an exposed skull cap. Uh, Like its skull has been sort of peeled back. And um, it's in there. This is all total recall. It's what's his face, the guy inside the other guy. (laughs) Right, right. So um, 
yeah and there's this this rhesus monkey it seems to be in bad shape it's twitching it's you know it's it's uh in grave distress and she sort of starts to gingerly pull the monkey from the uh from the inside the cavity and, and put it on the table next to she, is she gonna like shock the monkey <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, oh god wait do we still have the music if we needed to uh, we can Peter use Gabriel? oh yeah we can do it okay can you i was gonna say can you take uh experience points away from him <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so good let's give this a moment And this is how we get sued by the record labels and yeah, shut yes. down the cabal. Uh, yeah, I really don't think I don't think. That <laughs> you don't think Peter good. Gabriel listens? No, I think we're okay. All right. I think Phil Collins would be cool with us using it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Collins will allow it. <laughs> All right, AC All Phil right. Collins approves. So yeah, so there you go. So inside you see a rhesus monkey now on the table next to Dr. Algernon in medical distress. And uh, what would you guys like to do? I'm just going to look with like some sort of look of horror on my face and kind of back away, but just watch, right? Rifle's still not pointed at them, but still up and I'm just backing away. Just and like, this monkey has like the Mojo Jojo head cap, right? You said it's got like a little super <laughs> thing on. <laughs> exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, you see, uh, what was the apologies? It's been so long. Uh, Horace, I think that's the son, Horace Edvin, um, who's in charge of the place. He just sort of sees what's going on. And he just sort of looks down and buries his face in his hand, and sort of steps out of the room. Like, because he knows? It seems that way. Yeah, that's my assumption. I am going to go talk to him. Yeah, and Dr. Patel's just going to sort of blurt out, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) (laughs) And Dr. Gal just doesn't specifically respond to that. Um, She's still, you know, working working the monkey. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, so she's, you know, doing little monkey CPR. She's, you know... Spanking the uh, monkey. Exactly. You know, exactly. Spanking a little bit to get the air going back in. And she seems to be having some success. Um, and, you know, Doc, uh, DMAC, you're starting to realize that being inside this sort of skin suit might have saved the monkey's life. It gave him a layer. Sure. Yeah, no, um, that makes sense. Yeah. In fact, I would be like, you know, inside that, I'm... I mean, if that thing's sealed, I don't even know if the monkey would have fully felt the effects of depressurization, right? Oh, yes, he would have. Eh, it would have taken a lot longer. No, because the 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 suit itself isn't structurally made to, to handle a vacuum, so it would have expanded and, and 
Yeah, partial I, vacuum. I, I mean, depressurization is so not. It takes a while. Team. Like you take a while to die if you go out into space. You die from oh. uh, cold first, right? I assume you'd freeze to death after a minute, yeah. right? Maybe even less. I yeah, I, it's not like you don't explode. It's not pleasant in any way. No, no, no. But no, yeah, yeah, you don't. Who's explode. the? Uh, is it Ferd Ferdinand or Federans the? No, Horace. You said Horace is the Horace Edvin. Yeah, Jake Federan is the uh, is the sort of maintenance engineer who's always yelling about how the place is on the verge of destruction. At the same time, he's keeping it together in beautiful shape. What's uh? uh so what's Edvin doing right now, or Horace? So Horace is sort of walking away. Um, yeah. Horace is oh. going to come join Doctor Calder for a drink. <laughs> let's see where is i just realized can you not move people when you have the bookmarks up maybe not quite possible well i'm sh i'm gonna shadow Hor i'm basically shadowing horace and i'm going to start a conversation with him as soon as it is appropriate to do so okay yeah do you want to try and get his attention so he stops um he's walking away do you want to say hey 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 and try and catch up to him or Well, I'll 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 be coy. I'll be like I guess quite about like where are you going so quickly, Mister Edvin? Okay. Uh, and he stops and turns, and he's just sort of like, "What?" And you can tell like he, the the events of this early early morning have sort of cut through his hangover. So he's definitely got like the pounding headache you'd expect. But what's happened has been significant enough that he's one hundred percent on his game, despite like the headache and the upset stomach. Um, he's like, what do you want? What's up? Like, I'm like, I would like to say that seeing a doctor rip monkey out of a man's chest is the weirdest thing I've ever seen, but I'm not sure if that's so. However, that was pretty weird. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, you are right. I never thought I was going to watch that happen. And I'm like, do you know anything about? that <laughs> and he just sort of shakes his head and he goes god this is going to explode on all of our faces all of it and uh not even really acknowledging your question he sort of like is sort of turning and looking down the hallway um i like kind of like try to edge him back towards to where i'm the focus okay. i'm like i am i am very talented at preventing this is the sort of explosions you speak of. Yeah, let's uh give me a politics roll. Let's see if I just lied. I shouldn't I should nail this. Politics. Oof. Ugh, okay. Yeah. Um that and so he just really sort of <laughs> and he sort of looks at you and he just says I have things I need to take care of. You know, I'll talk to you later. And he starts Can to walk I force away. That? Can I push that? Uh, well, there's not really a push mechanic per se. Um, but if you tell me like something that you're going to try, we can give it a shot. Maybe I, was, the way I put like I'll push it is basically say like in the inverse, if I'm not pulled in. I can make the explosions twice as bad as they were going to be. <laughs> okay, interesting. Okay, so let's do a a hard uh, politics role. Um, 
What do I need to do for that? You just need to give me another roll and Okay, you got right. it. Okay. Yeah. So Ooh. he he turns to you and uh he's like, What do you mean by that? Um I have no idea how passions work. I basically just like the what I mean by that is just like I technically work for China Arm. <laughs> like which I feel like uh, I feel like is I can't remember who they, these guys are under. Uh, so yeah, they basically Elevation is its own corporation. Um, they're American. Uh, wait, American? Um, no, they might be with the European Space Agency. They might be European. Um, yeah, in their origins. Well, yeah, it's the French are in charge of everything now. So, in quotes. <laughs> yes, they became sort of the superpower after the Twilight. But China arms in second place, from what I recall from the fluff. So that, that's basically what I say. Just like I am, I am a political presence in China arm. Like, <laughs> let's go and say that this experiment that the I can't remember the other. I'd have to pull up my Twilight book again. But yeah, that your faction does. Like, I'm sure they would love for this kind of nonsense. Like. People would love right. to know what this is, what their money's getting spent on, and all that stuff. We're just the shithole of this place is now. Right, right. All right, cool. Yeah. So he's like, so you're threatening me. I'm like, the word I prefer is coercion. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, and I go, Mr. McKenzie would be threatening you. Right. And I'm so not then, there, right? This is out in the hall. I'm still in the room. Right? Yeah. Right, right. So, yeah. So then he looks at you and says, what are you suggesting? What do you want? I go, just the details for now. And he's like, did I know about this? Yes. Did I prove of it with Dr. Galdus? Does it matter? You know, she's important to Elevation. You know, we afford her a little leeway out here on the farthest edge of uh, the solar system. Uh, you know, but this is definitely not something I want my sister finding out about. Uh, and I forget the sister's name, Juhi, or something like that. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh... Jules is her nickname, but Juhi Jules Edvin uh, is back on Earth running things. And uh, he's like, but if she finds out this is the stuff I'm allowing out here, it's not going to go well. I'm like, well, what is Galdus's objectives? Well, honestly, I don't really know. Um, you'd have to ask her when she's, you know, collected and all this is behind us. But I, I don't know why she did this. It's just something she did. But, you know, honestly, that's half of working with Dr. Galdus. You don't always know what she's doing or why. She's one of those people that's so smart that, she gets bored almost instantly and has to find things to the next two impossible things to try and do. No, I guess I guess I was like, yes, I've met this sort of person before. They are always horrible <laughs> and terrifying. <laughs> He's and like, I, uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I go like, however, maybe a hair of a dog will help your headache, and it'll certainly wake <laughs> me up. And you can tell me what she's done so far. And I will All make right. sure your sister never hears about it. All but right. I promise so, that your sister won't hear about it. Cool. Okay. So you're suggesting 
go get a drink at the galley. Get a drink at the galley, and you could pivot to the other character and then let me know why she's playing monkeys in people's bodies. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so yeah, uh, he agrees, and he goes to the galley. Now, in the galley, uh, Jesse, that's where you are, right? Still working yep. the computers? Okay, so Still you see... You see Horace and uh, Yung Hee walk in. Um, I guess you still don't really quite know what happened. Do they? Yeah, I, I have no idea. They they look kind of shook, though. I imagine. Yes. Yeah. Yung Hee, are you? What on happened the map? to you guys? Did 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 you save Am the I? guy? <laughs> but I'm just like yes. <laughs> then then why do you look like like something's wrong it's like i'm not very comfortable in medical environments where am i oh i see you're under the door because okay how do i get out yeah under the door can you choose the arrow keys to move you oh yeah right it's like a video game okay there you go all right cool i need to go to the communal galley all right Okay, so yeah, so you're filling in, uh, Davis. Is there anything else you want to ask Jesse, uh, or are you s- sort of focusing back in on the computers, or? Um. No, I'm I'm kind of like hanging on to their every word because because the, it got way more interesting than I thought it would. Got it. Okay. Uh, and just a real quick check in. Doctor Max still asleep. Okay. Um. Okay, so you uh, so back to DMAC really quickly. You're in the room, and it seems like Dr. Galdus has started to stabilize the rhesus monkey, um, which I get to say that sentence. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Patel, what are, you, what are you up to while you're watching all this happen? So I, th- I think I probably can't help but, you know, sort of start... Doc- Dr. Gallus, what what is the meaning of this? The ethics violations, I, I can't even enumerate. What is going on here? And um, you, you need oh, to sorry. you need to come clean. And she's still working on the on Dr. Algernon, and uh, she's like, I'm a little busy right now. Um, you know, I I don't have time for you know ethical debates. I'm trying to save a life here. Uh, and then she's like, you know, quick, hand me, you know, and she's like a little, uh, you know, those like little bags they put over your mouth to push the air in. Uh, she has like a little mini rhesus monkey sized one. Uh, she's like, can you hand me that real quick? And so I kind of like that confused, like look back and forth and like, uh, yeah, I hand it to her. Okay. You know, and she just starts, you know, helping him breathe a little bit. And, you know, she's got like an oxygen reader hooked up to, uh, she doesn't even actually need to hook it up. It's sort of, she could just hook it up to the skull cap, so to speak. You know, it's got all these, uh, readouts ready to go because she was using it to monitor his, his stasis inside the body already. So, and she, like, I, like I said, you're seeing, you know, the, you know, his oxygen starting to get a little stronger as his heart rate starting to come down a little bit um and, and, and normalize uh so you whatever she's doing is definitely working um and dmac are you uh, what, what about you just sort of still i yeah i mean i'm watching the uh surya doctor uh surya and 
the other doctor like have this discussion um I'm starting to get a little bored, actually. I mean, like my sh- <laughs> my shock has worn off, and it looks right. like the monkey's going to be fine. So I don't know that DMAC really cares too much about the sins against nature. Right. Um, he's kind of like, oh well, you know, if if it's useful to make a monkey in a man suit, then sure, why not? He <laughs> I, he really doesn't care. It's not, you know, he, he's not an ethically, yeah, he's. That's not his basis for evaluating things. He's more of a use, like, does it have usefulness? Uh, so he's going to walk out in the hallway, see what's going on. Okay. Uh, and as you're walking out of the hallway, you sort of bump into Jake uh, making his way in. Okay. And he, you know, in, in typical Jake fashion is irate. Um, and he Jake just... is the, he's the son of the... No, Jake is the sort of maintenance engineer. Oh, the maintenance guy. Yeah. yeah. So, and he just uh, sort of half yells, Emma, what the hell are you doing? I need to know this kind of thing on my station. And uh, she's sort of yelling back, how about you get the fuck out of my lab? I'm busy right now. Um, I can, you know, notify you <laughs> when I have some time. So they're sort of having a back and forth while she's still working on Dr. Algernon. Uh, yeah, and, and Dmax just watching all this, like, oh. right? Those two don't. Those two are not friends. <laughs> and Uh-oh. you know, Gregor. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm, in the I'm, galley. I'm gonna head, yeah, I'm heading down to the galley because I remember that there was alcohol there, and yeah, Dmax needs a drink. All right, so yeah, so you as you step outside, you see, you know, Doctor Tarver, Doctor Vettis, they're from uh, MIT. You know, they've rented out one of the labs, um, so they, you know, they're doing research out here. You see Gregor and um, who's the other guy? Uh, Tennis. They're the uh, OQC guys. You know, they're the ball, all sort the of. Guys. Yeah, they're, yeah. you know, OQC is um, something quarantine command, uh, orbital quarantine command. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're in charge of making sure space bugs don't get in. So they're all sort of watching from the door as you make your way out. And uh, head to the seems like gallery. something they would be interested in, but yeah, they don't quite know what to make of it. But they are sort of watching the way you sort of watch, you know, the jaws of life pull somebody uh-huh. out of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, so, all right, so D Mac, you make your way into the galley, and uh, Jun He, how are you doing with uh, Horace? Um, does he like, I guess I'm just curious, how much does he know about like, because I don't even know why would you put him on camp person's body. And it's literally just like, as far as I know, she's bored. That's a great question. That's what Dmax thinking. Like, yeah, let's let's not worry about the ethics. Like, what the what the fuck is the point? Right. So he doesn't know why she did it. Um, and and Horace tells you she didn't even ask permission. She just let him know that she had done it. Uh, and it was just one of those things where it's just like that's sort of the price of doing business with Doctor Galdus. Um, just sometimes she will put everything in grave risk because she did something uh without checking without you know and she just did it um i was like so is the monkey a doctor or not so that's so my next question is going to be like so i have two questions like the first question is just because once in a while thanks to my younger sister i do get scientifically curious is oh what's his name what's the character's name is algernon dr monkey (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, so I was like, is, 
I mean, is he a doctor? I mean, technically he went to Harvard. I don't know if that means anything. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, he's like, as far as I know, he was her assistant. You know, I don't know. The doctor, obviously, is a monkey. But, uh, you know, he, he served as her assistant. That was his role. It's like, I'm like, I can empathize with your drinking habit. Second question. <laughs> who writes her checks? Uh, well, I mean, you know, she's an employee of Elevation, so not literally my sister, but, you know, my family, she is in our employee. Um, we're still basically a private corporation, one of the few left. And, uh, not, well, yeah, yeah, I guess sort of private. Yeah. Um, and she, uh, and, and yeah, so, you know, we pay her and honestly, even with moments like this, you know, she's worth every penny. And like, it does take some talent to do whatever I saw 10 minutes ago. Yeah. And, you know, this is one of those things where it's not like you open up the USA today and say like, you know, you know, man puts money, like this is something unprecedented, um, even at this time and space. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, Horace just sort of like shrugs and raises his eyebrows and takes a long pull at the four fingers of whatever you poured him. Um, sure there's not a sanity roll we should be making. (laughs) Well, uh, I don't think, is there a sanity? Certain Mithras games do have sanity, but it's not built. It's probably like a subsystem, right? Yeah, it's not. It just sort of seems like Doctor Mattel. She'd just be like, uh, her mind would be blown. Yeah, there is sanity actually in one of um. I don't know if I have it though. There's a an expansion that introduces like a way to make like pulp characters, and I mm. think that included. Uh, but I don't have it up and ready to go. Yeah, that, that's fine. Um. I think oh, it's going to be the Mithras Companion, and I think at the end it has Sanity as a... Anyway, it doesn't doesn't matter right now, but yeah. So, um, yeah, this is sort of uncharted territory for everybody who's watching this. And now, going back to the... Um, going back to the Dr. Galdus's lab really quickly. So, you know, Dr. Algernon is starting to, like I said, he was stabilizing a moment ago, but he's starting to sort of become coherent. You know, he's starting to get stabilized enough to come back to the present. And um, he seems to be gesturing to Dr. Galdus. And, uh, you know, Dr. Galdus is sort of like, while she's working, she's sort of like petting his head saying, you know, don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. And she, 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 Petting the head of the monkey. Uh, sorry, not the head because the, the skull cap. The shell. Uh, the monkey. She's sort of petting its <laughs> shoulder, I should say, because the head has no skull on it. So that would be weird. So it's when you like, say he's coming around, you mean the monkey's coming around, not that body. That no, that's that's just sort of off to the. You might have even knocked okay. it to the floor to get it out yeah, of the okay. way. All right. Yeah, a bicycle on the rack now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, and um, and so you know she starts. 
while she's still working, she starts hooking up other, you know, wires. And she seems to have developed uh, like a small computer that can interpret, you know, what the monkey wants to say, so to speak, um, you know, without having to actually speak English, but it can, you know, sort of think thoughts and it sort of interprets it through this computer. And the monkey, I guess, Dr. Algernon, um, you see, you know, you hear the sort of um, robot voice of the computer say sensors. And then the monkey sort of uh, slips back into unconsciousness. Mm. And uh, okay, so then we'll jump back over to the galley. Um, so Davis, you are still like actively eavesdropping or are you sort of becoming more part of the conversation or? I'm sort of inserting myself into the conversation just to, to get as much information as I, as I can. Cause this sounds like a really great, some really great data. I can, uh, <laughs> I can return victorious with. Right. Um, all right, so given that, uh, is there anything you want to jump in with um, since now you're sort of more actively participating? Uh, no. Okay. All right, now, Jin He, then, is there anything else you want to, you know, any roads you want to keep going down or any avenues you want to explore? I guess the only other question I have for them is, is anyone... She, she's Regardless of whether they were aware that there was a monkey in a man's body or just Dr. Algernon, is there anyone who would prefer if Dr. Algernon wasn't around right now? He uh, was shot out of an airlock. <laughs> right. So let's monkey see. That's, not. you know, uh, sorry, what was the last thing you said? <laughs> monkey or not, monkey he was shot not. out of an airlock. Oh, right, right, right. He makes um, feeling bad. He risked his life to save a monkey, by the way. Now I'm getting kind of pissed off. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, was this even worth it? <laughs> and, and, and like, honestly, like, is it a crime to throw a monkey out of an airlock? I mean, it's certainly not murder. <laughs> a lot of questions are coming up now. <laughs> Let's scramble for a Planet of the Apes gift real quick. Let me give a second. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so Horace looks at you and he says, honestly, like, as you can figure out why, like Dr. Algernon was weird, but he was probably the most harmless creature on the station aside from XO-14. Uh, like he just spent most of his time in Dr. Galdus's lab helping Dr. Galdus. You barely ever ran into him. You know, it's not like he had to eat meals in the galley. It's not like he would come and chat with us. He just spent basically all of his time in the lab. I'm like, and Galadus has no requirement to tell you what she does in that lab. Uh, <laughs> and he sort of smiles and says, you know, on paper, she answers to me, but it's pretty meaningless distinction out here. Um, this station exists for her research. Uh, and, and while I might be in charge, my name might be on the, the wall, it's, I understand that this, this is place Galdus wouldn't function without her. Yeah, yeah. So now, Dr. Patel, going back to you for a second, why don't you give me, uh, let me look at your, it's going to be some kind of 
uh, give me a medicine. Yeah, give me a medicine roll. Uh, give me a medicine roll modified by perception. So it's going to be uh, medicine plus oof, plus uh, 11. So if you need, uh, if you I don't know if you remember how to do that, but. He finally really did it. You maniac! You blew it up! Damn you! God damn you all to hell! <laughs> God damn you all to hell! You put a monkey in that body! <laughs> <laughs> I watched that with my kids a couple months ago, and parts of it held up better than I expected. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, parts of it didn't. Movie? Planet, Planet of the Apes, Apes the original, original one. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't remember that at all. Hard. I'd forgotten that it was written by Rod Serling of Twilight Zone. So mm-hmm. I guess it's some health, that's for sure. All right, so you wanted me to go to medicine. Yeah, so, so give me... Medicine, yeah, and then click, under miscellaneous, add how much? Uh, 12. Cause you're gonna, oh. 12, because uh, you're going to modify it by your perception. <laughs> so it should go up to 92. Okay. Uh, wait. There you wait, go. Wait, under... So I... Did it go? Yep. Uh, at least it uh, updated on my end. Uh, I see oh, your scale yeah, now. now. It did. Yeah, now it did. Yeah. So now click on the perception, uh, the, percep- the percentage next to medicine to, on your uh, character edit. sheet. Okay. We'll get this right. All right. There you go. And then there just, we go. Nice. And then clear mm-hmm. out. Uh, I mean, that clear out the miscellaneous, miscellaneous percent. Mm-hmm. You can just do it automatically. No, I'm hoping in the an update coming up soon, they're going to add a box for adding modifiers, but they haven't yet. Um, okay, cool. So you succeed. Yeah, so Browns probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back, boys. Um, All right, so success. Make so the success. circle in the air motion. Round <laughs> exactly. up. Just let's start eating our own ass. Let's do it. That's right. Um, okay, so... Um, you, as as you're sort of watching Dr. Galdus work, assisting here and there, you kind of out of the corner of your eye, you look over at the, you know, f- uh, skin suit of Dr. Algernon, and you're starting to realize that while he does have a lot of like damage from, you know, decompression and being exposed to space, uh, the back of his head is caved in. Um, and that does not look like something that happened because of decompression or being in a vacuum that looks like a classic somebody smashed him in the back of the head yeah the classic um, the classic <laughs> we've all been there where's dr mac <laughs> uh so dr mac is still asleep um do we know that for sure we yeah this is gonna I turn into of... one of those everybody in a room scenes isn't it right <laughs> exactly this I, kinda, is nice I have like a retcon for why dr mac is dead to the world why is that? This is um, a killer. Well, I was drinking with them, so if we want to, I'll check I'll track Matt and see if he approves. I spiked his drink because I'm just him? like, yeah, you I just repeated him. Him. So I'm like, he's going to be a problem this whole trip. 
D-Mac, D-Mac, if he found that out, he would give you a nod. <laughs> the retcon, I just roofied him. So if someone finally asked, like, where's D-Mac? I'd be like, he's sleeping. That's what I'm going to say every time. <laughs> There's only so much racquetball you could take. But I, I do yeah. really like the balls of, ballsy approach of, of doing a cozy mystery on a space station art. It's, it's well done. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. No. It, sorry, go ahead. Well, so, so let me, before, so let me ask also, when I look at that body, does it look like it was a, I mean, it, it clearly doesn't look like, you know, a real human body now that, you know, it's some sort of right. synthetic material. Right. It, it, she didn't kill someone and, and, you know, scoop out all the insides so she could put her monkey inside. Right. So what you, like, when you're looking at the, the sort of caved in head, you, you see like a skull because the structure was there to, you know, give it the shape, obviously. But um, inside there, it looks like, what could be like extra food storage or, you know, there's just something like, it's not a brain. Yeah. Um, so you can see like connections to the eyes and ears and stuff like that, but where the brain would be, seems like there's something else. So it definitely doesn't look like a classic, uh, biology. Okay. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah. So that's what you're noticing. Uh, is there anything you want to do with it or just pocket that information for the time being or bring it up or what would you like to do? Well, I think I probably will, you know, I, at this point, and I don't know what to believe, I don't know what to think, you know, but, you know, someone was, you know, attacked and thrown out an airlock. So, you know, whether it was a monkey or not inside, you know, I'm going to say, hey, you know, Dr. Galdis, I don't know if you saw this when in your rush to bring him in, but looks like someone, you know, uh, hit and, you know, I'm going to say him and then kind of, uh, it, uh. <laughs> Does he have a name, you know, yeah. uh, in the back of the head and point that out? Uh, yeah. So uh, give me a perception roll and we're going to make it easy. All right. Let's see. Perception. What is your perception? 56. No. Oof. You fumbled. Ooh, and I fumbled. Wow. All right. So I want you to click on perception. This is funny because the perception roll was meant to be a joke. Uh, so <laughs> make it a 28. Okay. And then it looks like you just clicked on the fumbles. Yeah. Cool. That's what you want me to do? Yep, that's perfect. Yeah, and then you can close okay. it out. They, Zed. You know, exactly, yeah. What so, pronoun do we use? Right. Um, so you, when you point that out, you know, Dr. Galdis for the first time sort of stops giving all of her focus to Dr. Algernon, and she looks sort of, she cocks her head to the side and, looks down the, the length of the table to see that you're right. And it's, it's interesting. She, her face, like she keeps working as she was, but you see her facial expression is just turning to pure rage. Um, oh. It was bad enough that somebody, you know, shoved him out an airlock, but she, the fact that somebody willfully clocked him in the back of the head and threw him in the airlock to kill him is really starting to add up. And she's, getting extremely angry uh and with you know, that let's oh yeah, sorry go ahead yeah. well i was just gonna you know start asking you know who who would have wanted to hurt him or do something like that. yeah and sh she and if you want to move to the next group you know let that sit that's fine okay i mean her basic answer much like a mother can't see that her son is damien from the omen yeah um 
you know, she she can't even begin to picture somebody wanting to hurt Dr. Algernon. So she's like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so and so with that, let's jump back to the, the galley. Um, is it just continuing the conversation? Is there more information you want to press for? DMAC, are you now oh. in the galley? Yeah, I am. Okay, cool. I'm like, ah, Mr. McKenzie. Yes. Do you need a drink? I do. Most definitely. Hmm. And I was like, well, make it a shot. We need to go talk to Dr. Gladys again. And I'll look at uh, Horace and be like, is not having me around going to improve your day? Uh, he looks at you and it says, it depends. Are we squared? I mean, are, are, are you still the thing we talked about kind of? I, I nod. Okay. Because my new, like, in the meta, my new plan is like, all right, he's not in charge of the space station. Gladys is in charge of the space station. And I need to go <laughs> talk to her. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. So he sort of seems like his shoulders, you know, relax a little bit. Uh, and uh, he's just happy to have his drink now. Um, yeah. And D Mac's going to walk over here when uh, he was told he had to do a shot by young he he just gonna go is it like a dispenser or are there bottles <laughs> and um sorry uh, who are you asking are you asking uh, are you you are there like oh, maybe. so it, it's basically dispensers but it's one of those things where like if you look behind like underneath a cabinet there's like the good stuff yeah. um and uh you know, you can tell it's locked, but Horace sees you looking at it, and uh, he flips you the keys. Yeah, I unlock it. I just take a bottle, like, and take like about a five swallow drink, and then put it back. <laughs> Wipe my mouth with the back of my hand. Nice. And say, "All right, I'm good." Classy. I'm like, excellent, and I just like <laughs> waltz into the hallway to head back to the lab. Okay, so you're heading back to the lab. Uh, Davis, what are you up to as he departs? Uh, well, I'm going to grab one of the bottles from the stash. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> and head over to, um, to Gladys's lab. Okay, cool. All right. So um, you all make your way to, uh, let's see, doctor's lab. And you see uh, Dr. Patel is still in there helping out. You see the monkey seems to be doing all right, but is unconscious on a lab table. And Dr. Galdus now isn't so much like doing moment-to-moment life-saving techniques. She's starting to, you know, put together like a, a place where, you know, like a, a hospital bed of sorts for, for the monkey. Um, and you know, so that he you know can recover. Um, but it's still not sending it to the sick bay. She wants it to be here in the lab. Uh, and you see the equipment she's pulling out. You know, Doctor Doctor Calder and Doctor Patel. It doesn't look like it's uh, off the shelf equipment. It looks like she's sort of jury rigged components together to. Uh, to pull this off um you know 
So yeah, this, I'm assuming yeah. that what she needs is probably not standard medical. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So you can recognize some of the equipment, but it's like that's not how you use that. Oh, I wouldn't have thought to hook that up to that. You know, that kind of stuff. Um, that just so yeah, yeah. get a curtain off a tube with a gorilla inside of it and just be like, oh no. <laughs> um, and so yeah, so just so you know, uh, Pete, everybody's made their way back into the lab. Um, yeah, and so Jung Hee. Did you want to take the lead on this, or did someone else want to jump in and start the conversation? Or Dr. Patel, did you want to mention anything you've seen? I'll take, if that's cool, I'll take the lead. Because I'm just going to yeah, like, walk in the room and be like, Dr. Gladys, is your friend okay? Uh, and she looks at you and she says, you know, thankfully, I, I think he's going to be all right. And sorry, DMAC, did you come or are you still in the galley? I'm in the lab. I followed. Oh, uh, there you young go. A. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So she, for the first time, she looks up at you and, you know, with like, you know, a tear in her eyes, she, you know, very gratefully thanks you uh, for saving Dr. Aljohn's life. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to thank me, why don't you tell us what's going on here? And, um, you know, again, everybody's still outside watching. And she just looks at you and said, you know, you're going to laugh, but uh, I'm not a people person. Um, <laughs> you know, you so laughs. And, you know, Jules kept trying to send me these assistants. Uh, they just didn't work out. Um some of them I just flat out hated and they got in the way more than they helped. And I realized what I needed for the perfect assistant wasn't something I could find in another person, but I could make it way easier. And so D I started... D-Mac just shrugs. <laughs> yeah. And, but then yeah, she's like, yeah, so I just started... Makes sense. ...trying it out, and Dr. Algernon was the most successful version I had made. I look at DMAC and do that thing where like my eyes widen a little bit, like, good God. And then like, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I have more questions, but the first question I'm going to ask is as far as defending yourself and Dr. Algernon, what's on the table currently? Uh, Besides Mr. McKinsey here. And I just point to his rifle. He has. Sorry. I, I apologize. I don't quite, uh, what's on the table. Like in, uh, like the monkey itself, like in a literal sense, or like in a figurative. Well, I go someone. I, I say like someone tried to bash. Yeah. Uh, so that's shoot a... Dr. yeah, Aldrin out of airlock. Right, and so uh, Dr. Galdus is like, I don't know who would want to hurt him. I mean, he was, you know, he didn't interact with anybody. He just mostly stayed in the lab. He didn't do anything. He just helped me. Uh, he's, you know, he didn't have many needs so he just stayed here in the lab all the time did everybody know that he was um what he was and you sort of look around the room uh the two oqc guys their jaws are hanging down dr lanton and dr tarver they can't believe it so dr gal just sort of shakes her head and said no only horace knew so yeah it seems like you know she admits that you know she told dr horace after the fact but nobody else knew who is not here besides Horace? 
Um, that we know exists on this station. Let me see. Everybody, everybody's here, but you can see, like, you know, Jake came in and was, you know, first shocked, um, but then he was more pissed that there was this uh, this variable on his station that he didn't know about, and he's getting ready to storm out. He's had enough, and he's getting ready to leave. And I, like, look at Mackenzie to be like, make sure Jake doesn't leave. <laughs> Oh yeah, and DMAC will slide over. Yeah, I... he'll he'll actually slide over like to the door, maybe maybe outside the door, and just kind of block it. Okay, so he gets in the way. Yep. Uh, and Jake just sort of looks at you and says, "You know, can I help you? I'm going to leave." No, I don't think you are. And then he just sort of shakes his head. He's like, "What the fuck is this?" Hey, like, look, uh, somebody who didn't know that that was a monkey tried to kill someone. So we're all going to stay right here. All right. Is there a comm in this room? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like every room has some sort of. You have your suit on still. Just FYI. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, which, it's has like... com- which has comms in it. Right. I-, I assume the comms are in the collar. Like even if you have your helmet off, you can probably still yeah. get to the comms. Let- well, the-, the ridiculous thing about me is this whole time I've been talking, I also have my little like my briefcase is still in my hands, even though I'm in a space suit. <laughs> like I walked, walked around <laughs> with it everywhere with me. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, just uh, really quickly, uh, DMAC, you realize there's something off about Jake. He, he, um, he, you know, he's trying to, you're, you're noticing that what he's doing is feels a little bit of a performance. Like, uh, is there, can I like, like, like his, he, yeah, I guess, like, what kind of performance? Like, he's hiding something? Or Yeah, he's he's being quite angry. But um, he's not really angry? And and his usual indignance. Uh, but, yeah, there's, he, he actually looks a touch scared. Right. Um, can I tell, does he, can I tell if he's scared, like, he's scared that like he's guilty scared or uh this is probably too much maybe a perception role or uh is he scared that he's in danger from whoever did this uh let's see give me an insight role all right let's see and if you want you can modify it with perception oh no there you go yep, oh late. that's a pretty good roll yeah yeah it doesn't matter um he keeps eyeing the monkey um as you know he he has this scared look and he keeps looking at the monkey i'm gonna um uh, i'm going to um he this is the 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 mechanic guy right the station yeah yeah. i'm gonna say hey why don't you and i uh why don't you and i walk over here down the hall a little bit okay yeah um where where were you going anywhere jake when you wanted to leave where were you gonna go and I'll I'll let him walk through the door and I'll kind of see which direction he turns. Uh he basically he just looks at you and says, I need to make sure that the uh I, I don't know what happened here, but I need to make sure the station, you know, is is still humming along. All right. Well uh I'm gonna come with you. How about that? And uh it's clear he does not want that, but he just sort of says, Fine, fine, just let's go then. Okay. Starts. Yeah, and I'm gonna try and um, like 
talk to him about this fear I saw as we do it, right? And I'm going to say, hey, you know, you didn't know. You didn't know this. Huh? This is kind of freaky, huh? And, uh, yeah, so you guys start, like, making your way down this way. Okay. Um, and he just sort of looks at you and said, no, I had no idea. I, I didn't even know people could do this kind of thing. Yeah, fucking science people, man. Crazy. <laughs> and uh yeah, as he keeps walking, you know, he's like, you know, like my job is very difficult, but its purpose is very simple. You know, I've got one thing I have to do, and that's to keep everybody alive in the station up and running as best as I can. And you know, the funds that they give me, you know, Jules doesn't help out as much, you know, like I feel like she should if she wants to keep this place going but like dr galdus is the kind of wild card that can get everybody killed you know i didn't know about this but i guess i can't say that i'm surprised right right um who do you think who do you think uh smashed the back of this guy in that's uh, a that's a kind of scary thing it must like how many people thinking think you know if, if it's got to be somebody who didn't know that there was a monkey in there yeah, so um, let me see really quickly. Uh, so yeah, so he looks at you for a second, and um, he again something seems off, and he's like, "How would I know? I mean, just because I didn't know he he was a monkey doesn't mean I didn't I did anything. I just you know showed up like everybody else and saw him in the airlock." Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, I, I never actually said that you did anything. I just said the person who did something must not have known he was a monkey, right? Goes, it seems to follow because hitting a, a monkey in a man suit in the back of its food storage uh, container wouldn't do much good, right? And he's like, well, obviously, right. Yeah, no, I don't know. Like, wh why are you still following me? I got I got a work to do. Uh, well, we're not going to leave anybody alone here, Jakey. What if you're the one who did it and I'm walking around with a psychopath who goddamn smashes monkeys' heads in? Yeah, and I've got a rifle, so if that's true, then you're in a lot of trouble. Hmm. All right. So, okay, going back to the lab, what's going on in there? Is there, Is there a chair? Uh, Yeah, definitely. Okay. I sat in the chair. All right. And, um... and... Go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. I was just going to say people start to filter back. Um, you know, there's it's clear the monkey's going to be OK. And it's, you know, 435 in the morning. So they start making their way back. So sorry. Go ahead. Oh, you're good. Yeah, I'm feeling that. Um, I go, I'll open up my briefcase and look at the glasses like, will smoking hurt the monkey? <laughs> uh and, you know, Galdas looks at you and said, you know, there's oxygen in this, you know, um, you know, you can see like it's got oxygen hooked up to it. Just like I wouldn't recommend it in the room. And I'm just like, damn. Well, I just like I pull the pack out and just sit on the table annoyingly. <laughs> but I am putting my so I'm putting my recast in the purse, which also has my little gun. OK, but I'm just leaving my hand in there nonchalantly. But then I'm going to be like, so the let's assume the monkey isn't like the grand strategy of you running the space station. 
what are you doing on the space station as a focus point? Because I just talked to Horace, and he's obviously not in charge. And, uh, yeah, so she, for the first time tonight, she smiles a little bit. Um, might be the first time you've seen her smile since you first met Dr. Algernon, and she was sort of intensely watching his interactions with you. And uh, oh, yeah. he sort of successfully got through it, and she sort of smiled a little bit. Um, she says, right. I mean, I understand... You know, Horace is in charge, but what I need, I get. And it's his job, whether he'll admit it or not, to make sure that happens. Then, like, what do you need? And she's like, well, you know, I've been tasked with, you know, the continuation of, you know, Edvin's research. uh, Edvin, uh, whatever the dad's name was. I forget. Uh, Marcus, I think. Marcus Edvin. Um, I'm tasked with continuing his research. He gave his life in the pursuit of the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, and uh, that's what I do out here. And our only goal with this station is to find that life. You know, we rent out labs to keep it up and running, but as far as I'm concerned, we have one goal, and that's it. Oh, I go, sure, but without trying to attack any initiatives, nothing on the station seems like it's doing much to find an alien. (laughs) Right. And so you sort of, you're watching her as she's answering these questions, and you feel like it's not that she doesn't believe what she's saying, but it definitely feels like the rote answers she would give to like like a reporter. Um, and you don't know if the repetition has led it to feel insincere or if there's some other reason, but, um, but it doesn't come across as like, even though she's describing it in terms of soul mission, you know, things like that, life's work, uh, it doesn't feel sincere to you. Um, I'm going to RP something and it's going to be a little like, It'll be, it's PC in a way, because I'm going to like, I'm assuming China Arm is similar to our current IRL simulation of China in some ways. With what I'm going to say. Yeah. So let's see what happens. I'm just like, I go, listen, if we were trying to talk to aliens and the way of doing it was shooting someone into the light chair, whatever the hell, Mr. Uh, What's the scientist's name is? Uh, Algernon. Is that Algernon or somebody else? Yeah. uh, The uh, guy who's gone now, who's been gone. The horse's oh. horse's dad. Oh, oh, oh sorry, uh, Marcus Edvin. Yeah, I'm like, I was like, my government would just put someone in that chair every day and flip the switch until something different happened. <laughs> Got it. What yeah. are you guys doing? And um, hmm. she looks at you and says, "Well, again, it, it feels a little rote, but she's like." You know, being out here gives us the advantage of being able to see deeper into space than we've ever been able to see before. And we pick up signals, you know, too weak to pick up in the inner solar system. Uh, I apologize because I'm 
definitely not a scientist. Um, so she's like, you know, we have the chance to accomplish something out here. We never could have accomplished in the past, you know, close to earth. But you also realize not just because of my own failings as a GM, not having the specifics, but she was also somewhat non-specific. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm just like, Hmm. I guess I go like, I go, I understand that I'm currently the furthest away from anyone that is useful to me that I've ever been in my life. <laughs> However, I think I say just me not coming back, returning back to where I'm from alive will make things in the space station more difficult. <laughs> it would All be right. helpful if you filled me in so that things do not become more difficult regardless, because currently they will only become more difficult with this okay. repetition you were giving me. Right. And I can roll for that if I need to. Uh, yeah, why not? Let's see. That would uh, there's a skill that I think applies. Um, let me see. Influence. Yeah. And let's modify that with your politics. So it'd be fifteen oh. added to. I'm gonna bomb this. <laughs> That's how it rolls. Oh, oh sweet. Critical. Okay. Um. <laughs> Obviously, you succeed, and you succeed grandly. So why don't you describe to me uh, how you just sort of puppeteered Dr. Galdus perfectly. Maybe I, um... Is there something extra you learned from her that you want to know, or any, or just, like, she completely agrees with you? How would you like to have this play out? She kind of, like... I'm trying to think of like what was the belter? Is that like the phrase for like your roughnecks sort of? Yeah. So I'm trying to think of like some way where I can be because I probably come off as like obviously come off as like little Miss Pris to this scientist lady who's just trying to like discover aliens and she's like, why are you? I'm just trying to figure out how I like I would motivate her to tell me the truth. <laughs> or is it that she doesn't know the truth even herself? She's just like Um well, one thing you definitely know is she definitely knows something else. Um, yeah, that's like, I just want her to tell me that thing. I guess what I say, I guess, I mean, what I literally say is just like, I'm trying to think of how I'd relay that, like, even though I'm a little ambassador or whatnot, I have done some stuff that's not just talking. Got it. Because I guess okay. my role would be, what my role was just like, listen, I could get shot right now. And the only thing that happens with the space station is whatever you're trying to accomplish becomes more difficult. Right, right. So, yeah, so she looks at you and um, she's like, look, you know, and she sort of almost like whispers it half to you. She's like, let's talk later. Um, there's, you know, not in these exact words, but there is a little bit more to this station than meets the eye. Um but she's like, but I'm concerned that we don't know who did this to Dr. Algernon and we don't know why. And so I don't want too much getting out there until we know what happened. Um, if that makes sense. I'm like, agreed. I will say, if Mr. McKenzie's asking anything, I'd listen. I think he's the only one on the space station with an assault rifle. And I get <laughs> up and head back to my quarters. 
Okay. <laughs> all right. And, and then, uh, Jesse, how about you? What are you up to as all this is going on? Uh, I'm going to try to hack into the doctor's uh, computer. <laughs> While she's not looking. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do that. Let's, uh, let me see. You got, uh, computers. Um, is there anything we can modify it with? Uh, I've got a, uh, let me, let me ask or whatever. Yeah. So let me ask, like, why are you doing it? Is it, um, sort of mischief or is there like a pursuit of knowledge or like, what is it that's driving your decision to. It's a, it's a pursuit of knowledge. If I can, if I can use any of, of her data and, and recreate a, see a small part of it back on earth, you know, I, I can, I can get back into the academic world's good graces got it okay so let's modify it that sounds more like makeup for past mistakes than science above all else yes of your passion so let's modify your computer role with your passion so add 12 to your computer role okay for some reason all the boxes are like dark gray oh really yeah that's weird okay um so you said add 12%? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so she seems to have sort of given a little extra protection to her own system above and beyond what Elevation would do. She knows there's stuff on there that's important, and she's gone the extra mile to lock it down. Um, so really quickly, let's jump back to... Mac and Jake, you know, Jake, again, he's, you know, looking around, checking, you know, for breaches and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. And DMAC, by the way, he's, he's, he's definitely, I think he's passed enough roles to be on high alert. He thinks, yeah. he thinks Jake is guilty of something. Okay. So, yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah. So Jake is definitely doing his check, but it also feels a little perfunctory. It's not like he's right. You know, he's mostly going to. The yeah, I'm not going to go in front of him. You know, my and uh, let's see what backup weapons do I have? <laughs> and he's, you know, he's constantly looking over his shoulder, like, oh, you know, without saying like, you're still there. OK, yeah. Uh, and he even might say, like, I don't know what you're here for. This isn't going to be very interesting, but go ahead and follow me. Yep. <laughs> uh, What's uh, uh, you know, I'm going to keep talking to him. I'll be like, uh, so, uh, you know, what's got to be freaky to find out that there's this monkey guy i mean was he like i mean he seemed weird before was he weird to you yeah and and uh jake says yeah he's always been off he's always been weird and you know yeah. now that i think about it you know i was told he slept in the lab but who knows what he was actually doing in there i never saw him eat um you know he oh, started yeah, to yeah yeah piece together things that he realized should have been yeah. weird. And I bet that guy, I mean, he, I bet he would piss me off every once in a while. Did he ever piss you off? <laughs> Being super and, subtle. The D-Mac's not very subtle, but he'll, he'll do right. his best. <laughs> right. Was he fucking your wife? <laughs> That's um, right. No. And he's like, you know, I, um, tiny little monkey dick. And I put my <laughs> pinky up there. <laughs> it was, he realized, you know, thinking back that he might not have ever spoken more than 10 words to him. Hmm. Um, I, all right, I'm just going to call him to the, like, Jake, you seem really jumpy. Why don't you tell me what's going on, dude? 
And then with that, he spins around and like marches right back up to you. Yep. And, and like, uh, yeah, the, the laser rifle is in his belly. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, okay. He's like, listen, I'm not trying to cause problems here, but I just had a goddamn guy get brained on my station. I don't know what's going on. I didn't know he was a monkey. There's just a lot of fucking shit going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I get that. That happened. I mean, it's not in quote, quote, unquote, my station. That all happened to me, too, but I'm still not acting like you are. What's, tell me what's going on. And he's like, look, um, if you got a problem with what I'm doing or how I'm doing my job, you can take it up with Horace or you can take it up with Jules. Nope. But, but I don't answer to you. Um, uh, yeah. Unless you're going to shoot me, I don't answer to you. Well, I'm not going <laughs> to shoot you unless I have a good reason. And you and, haven't given me one yet. Right, right. And so he starts to, he turns around and starts to go back to the perfunctory looking around. All right. I'm going to keep following him though. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. I can be, I can be annoying. So, so annoying that he'll attack me and I can kill him. <laughs> all right. Uh, so Jesse, you failed to hack into the doctor's computer. Uh, you did notice that there was damage to the core computer. Dr. Patel, you remember the monkey saying the word sensors before going unconscious. Did you want to share that information with anyone? Well, no, I let them know. When they came, well, so because they went through that whole business, right? So I thought that I didn't, right? So you know, I'm gonna look. Okay, so that's what I was curious. Did you want to tell yeah. them in front of Doctor Galdis, or did you want to try and? You know what? At this stage, it, it's you know, I, I'm just oh, it, well, we're all in a small little room with a with this monkey that got hit in the back of the head. There's no secrets. <laughs> Right. Okay. <laughs> and, and I almost, I almost, I almost made a comment like when you said, "Well, it's kind of whispered." Oh, well, we'll talk about that later. Like, uh, still in the room, right here. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, okay. So you you did let everybody know, and then Jesse, you have information that nobody else has. Uh, what do you do with it? You know, there's something. There's some damage to the core computer. I'm going to run a quick diagnostics of the uh the station sensors okay cool uh so yeah so the sensors um still seem to be online as far as you can tell but like all of them uh no um the long range sensors not for scientific purposes but for like Detecting like incoming ships, stuff yeah. like that. That seems to be offline. Uh, can I get them back up online? Uh, not remotely. No, no. You'd have to do it locally at the the core. Uh, then I'm gonna ask Doctor Galdis. Uh, do you know what he meant when he said sensors? And Doctor Galdis sort of looks at you and said, "Did he say that?" I honestly, I was so preoccupied with saving his life that I didn't I don't know if I caught that yeah but but yeah but she's like I, I I don't know I mean you know and she looks over at her screen and she's like you know as far as I know the sensors are still up and running she doesn't really think to check the other sensors her, for her the work you know is the right SETI and she's like those are fine I don't know what's up um I don't really want to have to bother uh is it Jack? Uh, so, uh, do do you happen to know if if there are any uh, spare sensor 
packages uh, on on board. And she sort of looks at you. She's like, "What do you mean? Like, you know, short range, long range sensors, that kind of thing? I mean, there's nothing." Yeah, yeah, that lo- long range sensors, maybe. And she's like, "Yeah, our our station's equipped with that. I mean, you know, just to keep track of any." You know, any objects that might be headed our way, any ships that are incoming, just to make sure they're doing all right. Yeah. You know, we had you guys on long range sensors for part of your trip in. Did you? How, yeah. how? Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it just let, lets us know, you know, who's coming when, you know, when they're starting to get close, you know, resupplies, make sure we can be ready for them when they arrive, that kind of thing. Yeah, no, that, that seems like, like uh, good information to have. Uh okay well um you know I'm gonna gonna follow up on this lead from Doctor Algernon um when he wakes up uh give him an extra grape from me <laughs> <laughs> nice and and how would you like to follow up is just uh how, I'm gonna go you... turn the long range sensors back on okay so you're gonna head down to level two to the core oh yeah okay all right so yeah you start to make your way down to level two um which one is you is that you okay so you're starting to make your way uh down to level two and while you're doing that uh dr patel is there anything that you're doing in the medic pay are you staying there are you going okay so now what i was starting to think about was so now does does it look like things are under control yes definitely all right and then and and then i'm sorry soon young where did you go um, I'm going back to my quarters. Okay, for the moment. so you're so you're you're just you're, you're on your way out. To, so she'll see, see you there, because yes. it's at some point I'm going to realize. Okay, well I'm not going to get much more out of Doctor Galvis and what her you know bizarre experiments are. So you know, if she's not needed, I guess I'm going to want to try to try to figure out who I would want to do this with. Um, maybe I'll follow Doctor Young He out. Uh, as she goes, um, or I'll f- you know follow her out uh, because okay. I'm gonna wanna I I need to I need to uh, debrief with somebody. Okay, and uh, just as a quick reminder, um, I'm gonna ping. Uh, how do I ping? There we go. That's where the general quarters are for you guys. That general yeah. area. Um, okay. So okay. Uh, so sorry. So Dr. Patel, you're gonna follow Yunghee out. Yeah. Um, and are you going to try and chat with her as she goes back or just follow? Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to kind of go with the doctor. I'm going to say, you know, well, what do you, what do you think, you know, what do you think is going on here? Oh, great. (laughs) I'm telling you, there must be something wrong. Maybe my computer's infected because it just blanked out again. Oh, really? Very good. Uh, All right, so guess... so so, okay. so yeah, so I'm just like trying to like, you know, engage you in a conversation, you know, like what wh- what do you think is going on? And and the way that uh, the way that uh, what's he, what was my it was my thing the way that Dave uh, not Davis yeah Davis left, you know, do you, do you think there's a problem with not having long range sensors? So I'm gonna say Yunghee missed that part, and she's like, "Excuse me." 
Oh. Like I'd already walked out when they went and checked, talked about that. All right. Okay. All right. So that was already. Yeah. Right. So then I'll I'll say, ah, you know, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. This is, and it just it's almost like I'm mumbling, right? Like, I don't. She, she just is overwhelmed. Like, what? What the fuck? I'm on this the station. I'd what? I, I need a I, drink. I grab her by the shoulders. I grab her by the shoulders. I'd like not having long range sensors is the kind of thing that gets you shot out of the sky. Do we not have long range sensors in the station right now? I I think he said we don't. I think he said they were out. And someone has been almost killed in the past twelve hours. Yes. I'm just like I put my hands up. I'm just like wonderful. Where's Mister McKenzie? <laughs> Maybe you like spin around out of my corner. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're heading back out to look for DMAC. Yeah. Uh, okay. And DMAC, you're still following Jake around as he sort of does his half hearted yeah. inspection. Uh, I mean, I will remind someone above the table like there is a communication system. Just saying. <laughs> um, and then Jesse. Oh, yeah, I just... oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll use, I'll use that to get Mr. McKenzie. I'm not... oh, I'll just be like, do you get a big. Mr. McKenzie, <laughs> just put on like the Kongs. Yes. Aging Mr. McKenzie. <laughs> All right. And so as you're doing that, Jesse, you make your way down to level two. Um, All right. And so, sorry. So, uh, Jung Hee, you're trying to get in touch with uh, DMAC to let him know what's going on, right? About the long range sensor specifically? Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm literally just gonna tell because he's like the space station currently does not have long range sensors. Okay. <laughs> all I'm just gonna say over the comms and then just like release the comms again. I'll be like, he'll figure out the rest as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> all right. We just let him so, know because he's the one with the gun. <laughs> got it. Okay. So Jesse, are you seeing yourself on level two? Yes, I am. Okay. Everybody's down there just so you know you have something to look at. But so Jesse, when you get down to the central core computer. You see that the reason why the long-range sensors might be offline is because part of the mainframe has been smashed uh, where oh. the long-range sensors are. And um, we're going to fade to black there. That's Wait. all right. Mainframe. Uh, oh, that's, that's so good. It's been, yeah, sabotaged physically uh like little sparks a little bit of smoke uh not like somebody you know took a sledgehammer to the whole thing but it seems like certain systems were sort of targeted ripped apart a little bit yeah 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 and we'll uh stop there for the night if that's okay nice that's awesome yeah good stuff all right it is kind of a cozy i'm getting a cozy feel <laughs> yeah i am um, right? <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah I, I, I've been reading about running mystery RPGs, though. That's why I keep bringing up cozy. Like, oh, it's a okay. cozy. <laughs> Is that sort of like the classic? Uh, uh, yeah, the uh, um, locked room. Yeah, yeah, like or the uh, what's her face, Miss Marple and Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, when I when I read this adventure, you know, it's sort of like this introduction adventure, and uh, it wasn't what I was expecting, and then it sort of made me it made it easy to come up with ideas of where it might go. Yeah, no, I, I think um, it's, I think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
All right. Well, yeah, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you very much. I hope this was yeah. all right. Yeah. I, was awesome. It was fun. It was great. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm now really that... enjoying this. Oh, yeah, cool. Me too. Cool. And yeah. now that summer's over, we'll, you know, stick with the the monthly last Tuesday of the month if that still works. It, it That's should. Good with me. Yeah. Cool. All right. Oh, let me just let's make sure that this just see the last. It works. Tuesday it works really well when they're when it's the fifth Wednesday. Right. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So the next one would be yeah, uh, the twenty sixth. Right. Yeah, all right. Um. Cool. All right. So uh, we'll shoot for then. Cool. Excellent. Uh, Excellent. The twenty sixth. Oh, I get back from Dallas the that Sunday. So. Okay. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, the con. Yep. Uh, how many of you guys are going? Uh, maybe just me. Okay. Yeah, sadly, I, I am not going. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't go. Yeah. Mm. All right. All right. Well, um, yeah, but anyway, we'll shoot for same time, 9 p.m. Eastern on the 26th, and we'll go from there. Cool. Um, All right. Yeah. Good times. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Art. Yeah. Good. Yeah. good Thanks, guys. Yep. Thank you, it. Art. Have Take a great guys. Bye-bye. Alistair, so yeah, you I'll, know, I'll give you the link again. Oh, thank you. And I was trying to figure out how to pay for Alistair, and I couldn't find. Is it just going through Craig and then giving the money and then? Yeah, you go oh, to okay. Craig and you back uh, Yaw Weasel on Patreon, right? And then, and then he will give you access to uh, Alistair. Got it. So, got oh, okay. and the one other step is you have to link your Patreon account to your Discord account. Is that like boosting? No. Yes. It's like pegging. Um, <laughs> so right. you should be all good. Cool. Now, uh, really quickly, um, Pete, are you able to get into the game? game. Are you? Yep. Oh, oh sorry. There we go. Yeah, it, it was collapsed and your name got cut off. All right. I'm still learning oh, how to use see. the software. There we go. Yeah, okay. Great. Cool. All right. Um, so yeah, so we're all in the game. Uh, I guess are you seeing a map of the solar system? I am. Or do yes. you see? Yeah. Okay, you know, cool. but I see backdoor if I uncollapse it. That's weird. Yeah, well, that's what... um, they're offline. It says Pete. I think it's got Pete and Matt as offline moment. Yeah. Are you sure you're in there, Pete? That's uh, what I'm saying. I'll back out. I, I you're I'm you're scared. not a color. You're just, you know, I mean, oh. I don't want to make color-based judgments about you, but right. um, you are not one of the, you know, bright colors that the rest, you're not a bright light like us. Right. Okay. I mean, Duck, you're the only not green color in there, so. Right. <laughs> I, I do like, you know, it's so, my own personal idiom. You're trying to say there's something wrong with being black? <laughs> I, you know, I didn't say it. You said it. <laughs> Man, I was I was re-listening to the wow. last episode 
over the weekend and there were so many things that we said <laughs> like during garbage time in the game yeah it was good it was good stuff yeah oh, man. there's a guy who he was he's actually a, a black man who comes to intel and gives this talk about micro messages and he just right. has a story i don't know that it's really a micro message but it's just a good story like he was talking to some woman about this class and like uh and she was telling a story about how she like completely got messed up by this black ice that she drove in on that she drove over this morning and he thought he that she said black guys oh <laughs> so like wait you drove over some black guys <laughs> like no no black ice <laughs> Uh, it's just any the way it was just yeah it was hilarity that's pretty good yeah yeah good so now this is uh so did you change the uh ip address i had to change it yeah because oh when my, okay that's the problem yeah, yeah. <laughs> when my server the, the, went the flood reset exactly yeah, gotcha. uh gotcha all right because i just i went to my my uh my bookmarks and and just went in and it, it logged me into something uh, but Interesting. Yeah. So uh, now that I'm trying to re-log, now it won't do anything. So we're, yeah. We're so the new system. IP address is pinned. Yeah. That that the server was actually how I was sort of you know because I was away from home when the basement flooded, and I was like, okay, my laptop is on my desk, and so if I can log into that, then it's all good, and it's not too bad. And then I couldn't log in. I'm like, well, shit. There goes the whole. Place. And just what had happened is that the ethernet cable had gotten submerged that was hanging down below the desk so uh, it had its connection cut mm, um, but but then yeah i came home and everything was still working now so yeah and uh, if you need help now, with the password yeah let's see somehow all right so let me go back to m space okay. server ip copy that Go to Chrome. Paste and go. Why is that not connecting? Internet's got a green green light on. I'm talking to you guys, no problems. Right. And nobody else had any troubles jumping in, right? Uh it 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 I had to try it twice. It, oh interesting. It was giving me a dead screen at first and then I had to redo. Yes. Excuse me. Reload. It's saying it can't be reached. Yeah, it was weird. I mean But you guys are all in, so it's obviously just at this yeah. stage. Huh. 3002. Yep. Below? Or just oh, well, it's 3002. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that, now, it, now it did it. Perfect. Report. Okay. Uh, wait. I was about to say... I was about to ask you if you had the one with the last three digits, but then I realized that was my internal IP and it wouldn't have worked at all. So, yep, I'm there now. I, I or at least it looks like I'm in there. Okay, are you seeing uh, solar system? Emails. Yep, <clears throat> and I'm seeing green for Jesse, green for Caleb, green for Art, 
blue for duck, black for me. Okay. All right. And black for you. Okay, cool. Yeah, and, right. and this time it let me open up my character sheet. That should have been the first uh, clue. Nice. When I was logged in the other time, it was it was letting me open the character sheet. So should have should have known that was a problem. Fair. I just thought it was the game was paused. Oh, okay. okay. 